Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode of Real News Today with America's Supermom. I'm excited about my next guest. I have Anne with me. She and I are connected through B-Team. Uh, I love the whole concept of networking, meeting new people, and through the summits and the educational platforms that we have on B-Team, it is just awesome for us to connect, uh, even though we're not that far apart. She just lives in Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm excited for her to come and share her wisdom and insight as a fellow business entrepreneur. So before we get into some juicy topics with our interview, I want to give Anne the opportunity to introduce herself. Okay. Hello, Lachelle. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. It is a true pleasure. Um, I would love to introduce myself. I am, as you said, based in Nashville, Tennessee, and I serve clients throughout the world. And the name of my business is Integrative Radiance. That's I-V-E, Integrative Radiance. And I'm a certified integrative nutrition health coach through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I'm also a holding space consultant, and I collaborate with the Institute for the Study of Birth, Breath, and Death. And I'm also a certified childbirth doula. Mm. So I support people that are navigating major thresholds in their lives, significant life changes, which could be anything from a major diagnosis like overcoming cancer or dealing with COVID-related loss and struggling with anxiety and depression or you know, going through a divorce or a breakup, whatever that threshold may be, I help people turn those seeds of adversity into the seeds of greatness. So they're not just coming out surviving, they're actually thriving and they're becoming better than ever because of it. I love that. And, you know, so you mentioned holding space for people. And this is something that, you know, in the field that I'm in, as it is being um, a lifestyle designer under the umbrella of coaching, um, we do a lot of that. But can you explain that concept to the listeners who uh, may not be familiar with what that means? Yes, that's a great question. Um, I'm glad you asked that. So holding space is really just holding a safe container or holding a safe space and um, I studied under the work of Dr. Alan Wolfelt, and he mm -hmm. is a grief expert. And it's called companioning, companioning the client. So companioning the mourner is a part of a title of his book. So you're not a therapist. It's not therapy, but you're actually holding space and companioning this client through the life change that they're struggling to move through. And you're providing them a safe container where they can attune to the body's wisdom connect into where that emotion might be held in the body and create a deeper meaning making from that. So versus getting stuck in the fear and overwhelm. And I'll just use, um, I'll just use my own uh, life experience as, as an example. I'm a stage one breast cancer uh, survivor and I like to say thriver. Amen. And when I was going through that cancer journey three years ago, it was very, very, um, overwhelming to say the least. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and what helped me move out of that fear and overwhelm was to create a healing mindset moving forward and to really mm -hmm. empower myself from that experience to say, how could I learn from this experience and make something really awesome out of it? And so as a holding space consultant, I help my clients move through whatever their fear and overwhelm is about and to simply 
companion them in that process. And once they're able to tune in to where that's located in the body and to create a safe space and a loving rapport with that part of themselves, it's um, really beautiful to witness a client uh, connecting those dots and creating deeper meaning making so they can actually feel empowered and, you know, not just survive, but really start to thrive in creating that healing mindset moving forward. I love that. And so healing mindset, you know, I've had to uh, endure that myself in dealing with 13 years of depression and three hospitalizations, but that's another term because a lot of people are thinking, okay, I can have a healing mindset thinking that I'm just going to be well and I'm going to take medicine. So that could be a healing mindset. But can you dive into a little bit deeper what it actually meant for you? Oh my goodness, yes. And I'm so glad you brought up the word depression because mm-hmm. I believe that, um, you know, I've actually gone through symptoms of depression myself. I know how mm-hmm. overwhelming that is in and of itself especially after I went through the breast cancer diagnosis, that was a a real struggle. However, Mm -hmm. um, but when, when we think about a healing mindset, it's, it's not just looking at the the physiology and what I call the inner terrain um, of what creates those symptoms in the first place. You know, are there some foods that I need to eliminate from my diet and other foods I need to bring in? Um, do I need to look at how to reduce stress? Do I need to detoxify my body? Do I need to um, really look at the quality of my work and my relationships? So, you know, creating a deeper sense of purpose to live from. So it's looking at the, uh, the nutritional healing and lifestyle protocols that I can support clients with, but it's also addressing the emotional terrain, um, which is looking at you know, maybe un, un, uncovered grief. Um, mm-hmm. Is there some element of grief or loss that was never mourned or never healed? And, you know, how can I befriend that grief and mm-hmm. actually create a greater foundation of self-love? So it's addressing the body, mind, and spirit. And, um, you know, depression a lot is suppression, right? So when we can actually... Um, look at all these things and not just um, think of it as a, um, oh my goodness, like, why is this happening to me? But create a healing mindset of why is this happening to me and for me? Is there a message Mm -hmm. here of Mm -hmm. how I can actually improve my life for the better? Mm -hmm. And so I believe that when I started creating that sort of mindset with the depression I was experiencing and with the breast cancer, it really shifted me to start thriving again. Mm -hmm. And so I just hope that, uh, you know, brings some hope to others that might be struggling with those symptoms. Absolutely. And I think um, I love that you bring up the grief aspect because um, one of the things that I have witnessed just with a lot of the coaching that I've been doing during this pandemic is, you know, it's not just always the grief of a loved one, but people are grieving their lives that they used to have or their jobs that defined them and gave them purpose and identity. So um, I think that is really key that you mentioned that. So as we talk about the grief, what are some things that people can do, those who feel like that is a space that they're in where they are grieving some of these things? That could be something, the baby step that they can start a healing journey when it comes to grief? Mm, That's a beautiful question. So 
you know, um, grief is, there's a quote that you're making me think of, um, and I don't have the exact quote at the top of my head right now, but it's something to the extent that grief is not an illness or a dis-ease. It is actually a emotion that needs to be healed and mourned and felt. Mm. And it is there to, as we mourn our grief, then it actually facilitates the healing process. But when mm. we suppress our grief and we try to repress it and, and go around it, then, you know, it just, it doesn't get resolved. And so I would say, you know, just from going through my own grief journey um, after the breast cancer, because, you know, in a way, even though I'm doing great now, there's pre-cancer, there's post-cancer and it's a life altering diagnosis. And so, mm -hmm. you know, it was really tough in the beginning to shift that identity. Cause I just thought, I don't relate to that. I don't want anything to do with that word. I don't see myself as a cancer patient. And, you know, I just want to be like, Anne. and uh, what I've realized is I can be all of that, you know, mm -hmm. I can, I can. So I think that when I allowed myself to kind of feel those emotions and go through that grieving process and befriend those emotions and to see how are they actually here to serve me? How is this a gift in my life? What is a message? Um, what is the message of love even that's coming from this? Um, then that really helped me through my own grief process. Now, I can't speak to what somebody else needs to do in theirs because we all have you know, what works best for each of us uniquely. But I can say that befriending those feelings and actually welcoming them and allowing them is what really helped me to move back into thriving. I love that. And, uh, you know, I think that is so good because, you know, we just want to be able to pass through some of these experiences with minimum pain, you know, and so the fact that, you know, that's part of the healing. I mean, that's just like, you know, having a baby, of course, it'd be great if you didn't have any pain involved, but that's just part of the process, understanding what your body has to go through. And, you know, there is pain as a result of that. So um, I love that. So what are some things that you do now in terms of keeping you in a space to where you can have that clarity, that you can, um, be open to hold space for other people, you know, because I know that's not a normal uh, task that you can do every day without making sure that you're replenishing yourself and things of that nature. Exactly. Um, that's a great question. So I love that you asked that question because it makes me think of a beautiful quote that I recently heard from my friend, Melissa, who you also know, mm -hmm. and it, Basically, the quote says, self-care is the most selfless act you can give the world as it helps you to give the best of you versus what's left of you. Mm. And so what I really do uh, to be able to hold space for others is I prioritize my self-care, which I believe um, is health care. Self-care is health care. I love and that. <laughs> self-care is also self-love. And so, you know, in my business, Integrative Radiance, I have a tagline that says, going beyond self-care into the heart of soul care. So what I've learned to do in my own self-care in order to be a thriver and to hold space for other people is that I, um, you know, I, I take everything I've learned on my healing journey and I am really proactive about taking care of my body, mind, and spirit from the inside out. 
So mm-hmm. with my physiology, one thing that I learned was a blind spot of mine was that I was not detoxifying my body. And mm. I learned a lot about how we're bombarded by all these environmental toxins that come into our environment and that mimic estrogen in the body as women, which can contribute to a lot of these reproductive cancers. Mm. And I was not aware that my goodness, like the water and the food and the fragrances and the cosmetics and everything was coming in. And I wasn't even aware that that was an issue. So now what I do is I do a functional medicine detox um, for seven days and I do it about three or four times a year. And it just gives my body a reset. The other thing I do is I really take care of um, the self-love peach self-love piece, which I'll call the spirit piece of the health. And by that, I've been doing a lot of inner child work over the past, I would say five years or so, just really learning where those parts of me are held in my body um, from past traumas, because I really believe that healing our emotional wounds is a big part of healing depression, healing breast cancer, or whatever it is that we're Mm -hmm. dealing with. And befriending those parts of me in my body that... um, you know, might've had some unresolved trauma where I can start, start to learn what, what do you need, sweetheart? How can I, how can I, um, you know, support you and Mm -hmm. and just discovering a rapport within. And then I would say for the mind part, um, keeping my mind sharp, my mind fresh, making sure I really prioritize my sleep has been huge. Um, you know, when I started going through perimenopause, as you probably know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when going through perimenopause, your sleep gets a little bit disrupted. And if we're not sleeping, we're not functioning. So I really don't take my sleep as a luxury anymore. I really call it a medical necessity. And I make sure that I have my power down hour and I get off media and I turn the lights down. I like to take a nice soothing bath. Um, so prioritizing sleep. And then I really pay attention to what I'm putting in my body uh, food wise. And with my clients, I call it the 80, 20. If you're eating a clean diet and eating well, 80% of the time, then enjoy your vices and, and enjoy that pizza or whatever, whatever your favorite food is. It's not about perfection. It's just about creating balance. So, um, and then the quality of my relationships and living with a sense of purpose gives me great joy. And so I feel like when we're living with joy, we're able to serve others. And so those are just some examples. Great, great, great tips. I hope everybody is taking notes because uh, self-care is health care. I love that. That is going to be a new tagline for me. Um, so this has just been great, great, great nuggets of wisdom for people and I'm sure they're going to want to know more uh, about a lot of the things that you mentioned because it is really a game changer for many who may be suffering from some form of depression or want to reinvent themselves. I mean, I can think of a number of reasons why a lot of the things that you mentioned would be attractive to a lot of our listeners. So what is the best way for them to get a hold of you? Well, the best way for them to reach out to me is through my website which is www.integrativeradiance.com. That's integrative, I-V-E-R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E.com. And on my website, there is a a webpage about my holding space consultation work. And there's also a landing page about my health coaching work and also my personal email. 
So, um, you know, sending me an email really would be a great way to reach out. Um, listeners can also find me on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and I'm under Ann Farrier Crook on LinkedIn so they can reach out to me there. Awesome. Well, this has just, again, been wonderful. So what final words would you want to leave with the audience? Well, I would love to let the audience know that um, there is always going to be an answer. It might not come overnight and it might not be one answer, but if you're struggling with any of the things that Lachelle and I have spoken about, Mm -hmm. there is always hope and there is always a solution to heal because really I believe that the body is designed to heal when we set up the right environment for it to do so. And so I would really just say, trust your inner healer, trust Mm -hmm. the messages your body is sending to you because your body wants to be on the same team with you. Your body's not against you. Your body's for you. And so when we partner with our body and we start to listen to those symptoms and say, wow, like what can I learn from this? And instead of saying, why is this happening to me to turn it around and say, how is this happening through me and for me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I really believe that there, there are seeds of greatness and in all adversity. So that, that is the, the hope that I would want to leave the audience with. That is just beautiful. I love that. And I want to encourage you guys that are listening to reach out to Anne. You know, this is the opportunity for you to make changes. You know, we are in a new year. Uh, It's March um, 2021. And we are moving forward past a year like what we had last year in 2020. And um, if someone resonates you, that's the perfect opportunity for you to take that leap of faith and go out and stop just acquiring a bunch of information, but never putting it into practice. So reach out to Anne and uh, follow up because we want to help you on your journey to improve and be a better version of you. So again, Anne, I just want to thank you for joining us today and looking forward to collaborating with you again in the future. Thank you so much, Lachelle. It's been a pleasure being here with you today. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining. And we want to thank you guys for listening. You all have a wonderful, wonderful evening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you are interested in finding out more about V-Team Referral Network, feel free to click on the link and join us. We are always looking for visitors at our chapter, which is V-Team All-Stars, where I serve as vice president. We have our chapter meetings every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a great opportunity to meet different business owners and to connect and find some PowerPoint partners that can help you move forward in your business. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Bye for now.